Peace be unto you, and peace from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us hear the word of God as we find it written in the 150th Psalm, the first verse. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Friends in Christ Jesus, I welcome you to this service of Thanksgiving this evening. I hope that all of you are glad that you came. This is our Thanksgiving service, as you know. It's a special service. We have come not only at the call of our president, who has asked all the citizens of our great nation to each one attend the house of worship of his choice and to thank God. We have come, I would also like to believe, at the call of our own soul, Thanksgiving service. The Thanksgiving holiday is rather peculiar of all the national holidays that we celebrate because it is the only one that has a real spiritual tone and value, too. This is the time when we are to open our hearts and we are to thank God for the blessings that we have enjoyed. Perhaps some of us may say, how can I be more thankful? And one way, friends, is this, by taking time to give thanks. We've come here tonight to give thanks to God. We have come here into this sanctuary to talk to God to thank him. And since this is the purpose of this service, I hope that you are relaxed. I hope that you will enter into this prayer of thanksgiving, that it will come from your heart even as I hope it will come from mine. And let's give thanks to God. That's the purpose, isn't it, of thanksgiving? God, we have come into your sanctuary tonight to offer up our praise and our thanksgiving to you. And even though, Lord God, it seems difficult at times to be thankful, especially in the day in which we are living, nevertheless, when we stop and we think and we realize the kind of a God that you are, and as we express, therefore, our thanks in words from our hearts to you. Then, Lord God, there comes a spirit of thankfulness in our hearts. And as we approach you tonight and realize that in your word that you have given us, you have revealed yourself unto us as one God and as three persons, God, we are grateful for that tremendous revelation of yourself. Because it's a revelation that we cannot understand, that you are one God and yet three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And Lord God, because in our finite minds we cannot conceive how you can be one God and yet three separate and distinct persons, 
Therefore, Lord God, we praise you because we realize that you must be the one and the only and the living God to have revealed such a glorious feature about yourself. We give you thanks tonight, Lord God, because we believe that you are the one and the only and the true living God. And therefore, as we talk to you tonight as a Christian congregation, ours is the joy and the gratitude that we know you are hearing us. So we are not talking to an imaginary God. We are not talking to something of idol made of wood and of stone. But Lord God, we are in your presence. We believe that you are here with us. We believe that you are hearing every word as we talk to you. And we believe, Lord God, that we have your undivided attention, that you are listening to us as we talk to you in human terms of praise and thanksgiving as though we were the only ones this night talking to you. And we also believe that you are listening to the millions of others who are thanking you tonight as though they were the only ones who were speaking to you. We offer our thanksgiving to you, Lord God, because you must be the one and the only true God, since you are unfathomable. We find multiplicity of gods in other religions, but Lord God, not a three-in-one God, not a triune God. Tonight we talk to you in the joy and in the gratitude of our hearts that you are hearing us, that you are alive, and that you are listening as from our hearts we have come in our own human way, faulty to be sure, but praying in the name of Jesus Christ and knowing you are listening. We have come, Lord God, to tell you thank you. We have come to express our gratitude to you. And we realize that what we have to be thankful for is the fact that you are the kind of a God that you are. You are our one true God, a triune God, and yet you have revealed to us that you are the eternal God. We thank you, God, that you are without beginning and that you are without ending. That as you have said in your eternal word, that before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hadst formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Lord God, when we think of what that means tonight, to know that you are the eternal God, we know that you will never be dethroned. We live in a world, Lord God, as you know, when sometimes we become afraid and we become frightened because nations are playing God. Nations are liking to dethrone you to place themselves up as God, to deny your existence. And yet, Lord God, you have assured us that you never had a beginning, that you will never have an ending, and that even when history shall have passed, you will still continue as God. And oh, when we realize, Lord God, what that means to us tonight, that there is no luck, there is no chance that is above you, there is no fate that is greater than you are. You are the eternal God, 
from before the beginning and the eternal existing God when time shall be no more. Lord God, as citizens of this great land that we love with a passion, we thank you that we have the joy tonight as we look out into our world and realize the dangers that we can place the destiny of our nation in your hands because you are the eternal God. You will never be dethroned. You hold the whole wide world in your hands. We know of no better place than to put the fate of this nation in your hands. And Lord God, because you are the eternal God, this nation will never fall without your will. No nation shall ever be able to destroy this land that we love without your permission. Nations are not God. Lord God, you are the eternal God. And tonight as we talk to you, we have in mind the war in Vietnam. And Lord God, we put that war into your hands also. And while we wonder and we say to ourselves, what shall be the end of this conflict? Lord God, because you are the eternal God, your will shall be done. And ours is the joy of knowing that it is your will that that war shall be stopped, that that war will be stopped. Ours is the joy, and we thank you, Lord God, that only when you will to stop that war will that war be stopped. We are grateful tonight. We have sons and daughters in the armed services of our country and sons and daughters in Vietnam. We have, Lord God, as we talk to you tonight, we have sons that are prisoners of war. We have sons in our country that are missing in action. Lord God, sometimes we, we wonder whether there's any reason to thank you. Our hearts are heavy, but when you tell us that you are the eternal God, that you are the invincible God, we put these prisoners of war and we put these who are missing in action into your hands. Your God. That, oh God, it brings a sense of relief. It brings a sense of joy. It brings a sense of courage. We couldn't put these, our loved ones, in any better hands than in your hands. So much, Lord God, as we talk, as we think, do we have to be thankful for. You are from everlasting to everlasting God. We believe that. And therefore we thank you, God. Life would hardly be worth the living if we didn't believe, as you have made known to us, that you are the eternal God. We thank you, Lord God, because of the kind of a God you are, 
Indeed, our own feeble and humble way, we give thanks and we come to church to talk to you in your sanctuary and in our humble way to say, thank you, God. We thank you, God, because you have made known to us that you are an all-powerful God, that all power is yours both in heaven and in earth. And when we think about that, Lord God, oh, there's so much to be grateful for. We think of all the blessings that we have enjoyed, life itself. We thank the Lord God as we would thank you of the catechism that we learned when we were children. That you are the God who created heaven and earth. We thank you because we believe that you have made us and all creatures. That you have given us our body and soul, our eyes, ears, and all our members our reason and all our senses and still preserves them. We thank that you have given us clothing and shoes, meat and drink, house and home, wife and children, fields and cattle, money goods, that you daily and richly provide us with all that we need to support this body and life, that you defend us against all danger, that you guard and protect us from all evil. Lord God, when we throw the garbage out, and when we throw again the junk from our houses, or when we go by the city dump, when we think we are reminded that all of these things that we throw away are evidences of blessing. Every tin can that we throw away, Lord God, we thank you because it contained food and it was a blessing. And you are the one, therefore, who has enabled us to enjoy the blessings of life. We are grateful for the city dump. There we have evidences, Lord God, of the manifold blessings that we have received, the evidence of things that we have discarded, but blessings which have come from you. We give you thanks tonight, Lord God. In the name of Jesus Christ, because only through him can we even talk to you. And in our own feeble ways, sometimes we, oh, we wish that we were more grateful, but in, in thanking you, we think of the blessings that we have, that you are a God who has revealed yourself to us as an all-knowing God. Oh, God, sometimes we get the blues. Sometimes we cry and we don't know what we're crying about. Sometimes we grow rather despondent. Sometimes we grow rather irritable. Sometimes, Lord God, oh, in self-pity we wonder why we're alive. And yet we are so grateful that you are an all-knowing God that you have told us that you understand us and our feelings even better than we understand ourselves and even understand our feelings. And you have told us that even when we talk to you, if we can't even put it into words, if we just groan, you have told us that you will understand. We're thankful, Lord God, but in the groans that come from our hearts at times, when we are even a mystery to ourselves and we wonder why we're alive and sometimes we wish that we weren't alive to know that in a groan you understand thoroughly 
you are an all-knowing God, that you give a diagnosis that is absolutely accurate and correct. And then, Lord God, we are so grateful as we think and as we have come to pray a prayer of thanksgiving to you that you're not only an all-knowing God, but you've told us you're an all-wise God. And when we realize that you are all-wise, Lord God, we know you never make any mistakes in our life. And we know that even though at times we think you do, and we don't understand your ways, but as we stop and think that you are our God, then, Lord God, we look at our lives and we realize that there have been hundreds of times when you gave us exactly what we asked for, and in those times when you didn't, then, Lord God, we realize that it was only to give us something better. There have been times... Lord God, Heavenly Father, when we rather forgot you, when we rather thought that we were rather independent and we rather thought that we were self-sufficient and we didn't need you, and then, God, the bubble broke. And then we cried. And then we got on our knees. And then we realized how much we needed you. And we realized that you drew us closer to yourself. And our faith began to grow. And we realized that we were becoming the kind of a follower of Jesus that you wanted. We thank you, God, that there were times when you refined us. Oh, it hurt. Oh, it hurt, Lord God, but you weren't punishing us. You weren't punishing. You were, again, correcting us. And that's why, Lord God, as we think in the year past and we're giving again our thanks and our praise to you tonight we even thank you for the tears we thank you for the heartaches and we thank you for the adversities because lord god we know this that you have promised to give us everything that we ask for and when you say no and when you make us wait that it is only to give us something better we thank you lord god for the things that you've given us and we thank you for those better things, which at times we don't understand. But we know that you're a God of perfect wisdom. You've never made a mistake in our life. Never. It matters not what tragedy. It matters not what heartache. It matters not what may be on our soul tonight. Lord God, we thank you. You don't make mistakes in our life. You're just that kind of a God. And we want to thank you. We come. This is Thanksgiving. And we have come to say thank you. And Lord God, we are thankful also that you have made known to us that you are a God, that you're everywhere present, that you're with us every inch of the way and every second of the day. Or you had told us that if we made our bed in hell, you'd be there. You had told us that if we took the wings of the morning and we went to the uttermost parts of the sky, that you'd be there when we realize that we are never alone. And in the most extreme feelings of loneliness, that, Lord God, behind the shadow, you're there, and you have a hold of us. We're grateful when we stop and realize that, that not for one two hundredth millionth of a second are we ever alone. You have promised us, lo, I am with you always even unto the end of the world. We're grateful, Lord God, that we can go to sleep at night 
And we know that Satan and the powers of hell can never snatch us away from you, even when we are asleep, because we are never alone. Well, there are times where God, when, oh, when the bottom seems to drop out of our world, we begin to think that we can reach out and we can touch you. We feel at times your touch upon our very shoulder. We're grateful, Lord God, that you never leave us and you never forsake us. Oh, thanksgiving. Oh, Lord God, what a privilege just to lay aside the cares of life for the moment and come into your sanctuary and look up at you and talk to you. And to know that in Christ Jesus we can come to you directly and we can express our soul's wishes and our heart's desires and we can tell you how we feel. And we're grateful, Lord God, and we thank you and we appreciate the fact that you have made yourself known to us as a holy God. Oh, you are without sin. You again. You as God. You are foreign to anything that is wrong. And therefore, Lord God, we know this, that since you are without sin, that when you created man in your own image, you wrote in man's heart, an exact knowledge of right and wrong. And you repeated it at Mount Sinai. We're grateful that we have an absolute standard of what pleases you, Lord God, and what displeases you. That you have told us, I am the Lord thy God, and thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thus do not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Thou shalt honor thy father and thy mother, that it may do well with thee, and thou mayest live long in the earth. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his cattle, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. Because you are the holy God, we know, Lord God, that that standard that you have given us of right and wrong never varies. It is adamant, it is absolute, and therefore we thank you that because it never varies, that when we as your children seek to live according to your will, to do that which pleases you and to refrain from doing that which displeases you, then when evening comes, ours is the joy of a conscience that no longer troubles. We're thankful to you, Lord God, that because you are a holy God, because we have known your Son, Jesus Christ, we are thankful for peace of mind. Now that comes because you have given us an absolute standard of right and wrong. We are grateful, Lord God, and we thank you for the kind of a God that you are, that you have revealed yourself to us as a righteous God. You are a fair God, and God is in the sanctuary tonight we feel your presence and we talk to you. We are mindful of the fact that in this great nation, again, we live because our forefathers, they came and they settled in this country that they might not be persecuted for their faith because they believed, as you have revealed in your word, that all men stand before you as equals. We are grateful, Lord God, that you are not a respecter of persons. We are grateful, Lord God, that the black man is just as precious in your sight as the white man, or the yellow man, or the red man. We are grateful, Lord God, that every man is precious in your sight. 
We are thankful that there is an awakening in our land, an awakening in the hearts of Christians who follow you, of what this means. We are grateful, Lord God, that it is being laid on our consciences every day how we are to treat one another, how we are to see that each one receives the rights that you would have each man to receive, and that if we stand before you, Lord God, as equals, if the ground before the cross of your Son is level, we are grateful that we're learning. We ask your pardon and your forgiveness and the things in which we have failed, but we are grateful, Lord God, that in this country that we love, we as Christians and as Americans, we are striving and trying to put into practice that you are a God of righteousness, fairness, that every man stands precious in your sight. We are grateful, Lord God, for the greatest manifestation of your heart, that you are a God of love, that you love us in spite of our sins, Lord God, the longer we live, the more we realize uh, that we must talk about your grace, that it's love that we don't deserve. How could you love us? God, there's nothing about us that is lovely. There is no reason why any one of us should ever be loved by you. We have all sinned. We have all done wrong. We have thought things that are wrong. We've said things that are wrong. We've done things that are wrong. We've left undone things that we should have done. We have again, Lord God, failed. And yet you love us. Oh, we are grateful for that fact because, Lord God, if you were not a God of love and of grace and mercy, there would be no hope for anyone. We stand at the cross of your Son. And even as we learned as children, we again confess our gratitude that we believe that Jesus Christ, to God, begotten of the Father from eternity and also to man, born of the Virgin Mary, is our Lord, who has redeemed us a lost and condemned creature, purchased and won a small sin from death and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood and with his innocent suffering and death, that we might be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness. We are grateful. We are grateful, Lord, because we by our own reason in Jesus Christ, but the Holy Ghost has called us for the gospel, Lord God, why should we have ever been called to a saving faith in thy Son, Jesus Christ? To know that in him we have eternal life. To know that in him we have everlasting salvation. And Lord God, we are grateful that you are a God of love because in rearing our children to know you as a God of love and to know Jesus Christ, your Son, as Lord and Savior, Lord God, we are grateful that we can give our children a heritage that war and bloodshed and again famine and dungeon and fire and sword and torture can never take out of their hearts. We are grateful for the tremendous hope of eternal life. 
in your Son, Jesus Christ. Thanksgiving, Lord God. And sometimes we, we do confess that we wonder what there is to be thankful for. But oh, when we begin to give thanks and we begin to talk to you, and we begin to realize what a tremendous God you are, oh, there are so many things that fills our hearts with gratitude to you. We are grateful, Lord God, that you have also assured us that you are trustworthy, that we can rely upon you. That, Lord God, means this blessing, that because you are reliable and you have promised us that when we are sorry for our sins and we ask you for forgiveness, that you gloriously and gladly and willingly forgive. It means, Lord God, this joy, that at the evening of each day, at the close of each day, we may turn to you with our weaknesses, with our shortcomings, with the things in which we have failed you and ask you for forgiveness and to have the glorious assurance that you gladly and willingly forgive, that you would a million times rather forgive us than to punish us or to destroy us. And so we come, Lord God, to say thank you and because you are a trustworthy, reliable God, we shall not be afraid of tomorrow. Tomorrow we shall again trust you, beginning each day with pardon for our sins, and each day knowing that you have us for the hand, and we can face whatever comes. You are the God that loves, and whether the day brings tears, or whether the day brings smiles to our faces, you are still God. We thank you in Jesus Christ, Dorf Jesum Christi. Amen. The peace of God which passeth all human understanding, keeping unite your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, unto life everlasting.